0: Everyone, welcome to Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and of course, the destruction of the progressive left by refocusing us on those F bombs that truly matter faith, family, friendship, and now more than ever, freedom. As always, you can catch me over on Instagram at Lady USNC, as well as my backup account, Conservative Mama Podcast. And you can catch me uh if you want to email me over at conservative mama podcast at gmail.com. You have you'll have to forgive me. It has been a very long day and a half. We left Northern Illinois to come and spend um Easter weekend and Easter week with my in-laws here in North Carolina. It is such a beautiful state. They live in the Smoky Mountains. Um, really, like literally on top of a mountain. Um, It is just gorgeous and it is nice to get away. It really, really is. Um, I just, you know, I have to say today is April 2nd, which makes this podcast a memorial podcast. And it's a memorial podcast because it was my grandmother's birthday today. She would be uh, 98 years old if she were still alive. So um, that's incredible. That's a very long life. I think about all of the things that she would have seen in her lifetime um, that had changed. She was born April 2nd, 1923. And um, you just think about all of those changes that she saw, you know. um, She grew up in northern Wisconsin, so that's where she started her life. That's where she grew up. She eventually moved to my town in northern Illinois and raised a family. Um, And, you know, you think about that. You know, back where she grew up, again, in, in northern Wisconsin, I'm talking very far north. Like, we're talking Park Falls. So the next town above that is Ashland, and then you're in the lake. So you don't get much further north than that. But, um... You know, she would have seen the change from horse-drawn carriages, um, buckboards, that sort of transportation to eventually vehicles. And I'm not saying that, you know, that area didn't have cars. But, you know, when she was born, she was born in a little log cabin with a dirt floor. So not everyone had uh, a car back then. But she would have seen that change. And then she would, of course, seen World War II and Korea and and Vietnam and all of those global changes. And, of course, you know, the 60s um, and the sexual revolution that really ushered in uh, where we are today with feminism and and socialism and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, the things that she saw in her lifetime were always remarkable to me. I mean, such a long life. She died um, two years ago after a very long uh, fight with dementia. She had had kind of a minor stroke, um, which affected her short-term memory over time. It didn't just happen and then she was completely debilitated. It really affected her over time. And there towards the end... um, she really had a difficult time recognizing people. But she and I were very, very close, very, very close. Um, She was my um, closest friend most of the time. She was my confidant. Um, I even remember, it's funny because I remember growing up and being over at her house and as a young child, um, and I, 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 you know, sitting on the couch as we she'd have uh, Golden Girls on. We would always watch um, Wheel of Fortune and then Golden Girls. And she always, she thought it was funny. I never, of course, got any of the jokes because um, I was too young at the time, but um, I always thought the women were fabulous, of course. And, of course, now I love watching them. Again, because now I understand the jokes, but also because... um, uh, it brings back memories of her and spending that time with her, right? But she would always uh, kind of scoff at Blanche (laughs) because Blanche was always that over-sexed character. For those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, but I think a lot of you do. um, So she would always kind of scoff at her like she was mildly put off, but she always enjoyed the jokes. And she never turned it off. So obviously it wasn't so off-color that um, she was afraid that somehow I would be corrupted. So anyway. You know, we had a very close relationship. She kept very close contact with me all of my life um, until, you know, there towards the end when um, she would get very confused and she you would have the same conversation with her again and again and again and again. And I would happily have the same conversation. I would tell her the same information over and over and over and over again. Um, but uh, so her passing wasn't... Um, It wasn't heartbreaking for me in the way that I think so many of us suffer when someone we love very, very much passes. And it wasn't heartbreaking for me because I think on some level, she had been gone from me a very long time already. She had already, now I have to say too, though, she never forgot me while um, her daughter's, Often had a problem with that, and I can't imagine how difficult that was for them. Um, My mother, being obviously one of them, but you know, while that had to be so very difficult for them, um, it is not something that I that happened to me, if that makes any sense. Like, she never forgot me, she knew who I was, she knew who I was. Um, right up to the very end, when um, I went to the nursing home and gave her a kiss and said goodbye and told her I loved her so much and thank you for you know making my life so much better by just being in it and um, you know being such a a great grandmother i mean she there 's so many memories that I have with her, and I think that 's really why her passing while sad. Wasn't that deep mourning that I think so many of us feel? Um, it, you know, and, and rightly so, because, um, you know, when you lose someone, of course you're going to mourn that, that loss. Absolutely, of course you are. Um, but for me, her passing wasn't, wasn't as difficult because I have all of these memories of her, uh, and they're just wonderful. They're just wonderful. I mean, silly jokes that she would play. Um, Her beautiful garden. She was a a avid gardener for a very long time. She had a beautiful garden um, in the backyard. Um, You know, I remember her uh, watching my sister and I, and she would make root beer floats, and then she would stick um, two pieces of a Kit Kat in each. Uh, float So two for me and two for my sister. And honestly, I really think that's why I have a love affair with root beer floats to this day. Um, root beer is one of my favorite drinks. Um, and a root beer float is like the creme de la creme of um, ice cream treats, right? And a lot of that comes from her. I think a lot of, um, you know, how I feel towards people, my compassion for people comes from her. Um she was very compassionate towards people, although she was a spitfire, right? Like she wasn't always the nicest person, but to me, um, I was sheltered from a lot of that until the end when she really just, you know, when they have dementia, sometimes they get pretty nasty from time to time. And so I wasn't sheltered from that. Um, As you know, I had been in the past, but I always knew that she loved me. Um, I have taken more than a little bit of flack from my family. Um, My aunt, I think, is always has had kind of an edge because, truthfully, it was no one's um, misunderstanding that I was the favorite grandchild. Now, please understand too that I didn't get extra things. Like she, my grandmother didn't buy a car for me. My grandmother didn't put me through college. My grandmother didn't, um, spend extra money on me that she, she didn't give to her other grandchildren. However, the perception out there might be, it, it never happened. Um, she didn't do that. She was always fair with her grandchildren. She was very, very, um, you know, careful about that, but I was the favorite. I, I got more time with her, Um, But I think, too, that we were always just very, very close. I was the first grandchild, so maybe that has something to do with it, too. Um, And, you know, grandparents, I know some of you are listening. Um, you You know how that is. There's a special place in your hearts for the first of any grandchild, right? We know that. And as parents, we know that. There's a special place in our heart for our first child. It doesn't mean that you don't love your other children. But that first one, there's something that changes you. And there's something magical. And I'm not saying that just because I was the firstborn child and the first grandchild. But having children of my own, you know, my daughter is, you know, just, I've been blown away by her since um, the moment I found out I was pregnant. And it doesn't mean I love my son any less. Not at all. Not at all. I love him so much. But he's not my first child. And while he is still magical and wonderful, um, there is just something, you know, and he's my second child. And I think, you know, the more children you have, you find out that they all have a magical place for you, right? Like your middle child is very different than maybe your third child or your fourth child or, or whatever, right? So it, it's not that one is better than the other and that a birth order means more but um there it's always a little different right i guess is that that's the message i'm trying to say so for my grandmother we were always very close unfortunately when my when i was born my mother got sick um, right away she had gotten a staph infection i was born cesarean section and she had gotten a staph infection and wound up fighting for her life for the first 2 weeks of mine um, and so i lived with my grandmother so i think that really solidified a bond there between me and her um, You know, so that might be it. You know, um, did I replace my mother with my grandmother and that was how it was for all time? No, of course not. But, um, you know, she just, maybe that was why I was her favorite. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm bloody awesome. Um, So, you know, but anyway, so April 2nd is um, always kind of a, a beautiful reminder of my grandmother, um, who she was, who she is to me, who she was to me. Um, and you know, I just wanted to say that it's kind of magical, I guess. It's kind of a weird way to say it, I suppose, that, um, Easter weekend is also falling on her, her birthday weekend, right? So Sunday is Easter and today is Good Friday, So, um, it just kind of, you know, I don't know, adds a little something to it, I guess, for me. So, you know, happy birthday, Graham, wherever you are. I'm sure you are in heaven, um, hanging out, doing all kinds of things (laughs) up there. Whatever it is they do up there, um, I don't think they just get a harp and a, and a cloud, and then they just sit around strumming, but, um, you know, she's probably busy. She's got a lot of people to visit, um, You know, so happy birthday to my grandmother and happy Easter to everyone. I promised you I would give you a Friday fun day, Um, but I am going to keep it short because, like I said, it was a very long car ride from northern Illinois to the Smoky Mountains of North Carolina. And while my son did great on his very first ever road trip – I'm not going to say it was easy. Anybody who has ever traveled with an infant knows exactly what I'm talking about and how there have been plenty of times I actually considered leaping out of the moving vehicle. So, um, you know, some fur was flying between my husband and I, you know, his tempers flared and, you know, sleep was lost and and so on and so forth. But we made it here and um, it's the first time we've been to my in-law's house since they moved from Florida and it's just beautiful and the mountain is beautiful and we're really looking forward to investigating and looking around and doing some some activities um and of course my um sister-in-law and her family are coming starting tomorrow so very very much looking forward to them um so I can't say enough that this is this is going to be a, a a fun trip his family's a lot of fun So I want to keep it short tonight, I know, boo-hoo, and remind you all that I will not be posting podcasts for next week, but I will return on the 12th, so Monday the 5th through Friday the 9th, you will not get any podcasts from me, but you will hear from me again on the 12th, and we will start up with all things foolish, (laughs) as we usually do, um, so I I hope that everybody has a wonderful Easter. If you are a Christian and you celebrate Easter, I hope it is wonderful. Um, I hope if you know if you don't celebrate Easter, uh, shame on you. Hang up now. I'm just kidding. You didn't call me. I'm just teasing. Um, but if you don't celebrate Easter, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I hope that you get to spend time with your family and your loved ones and that the weather is actually beautiful because anybody who is living in the colder climates like myself, we're pretty damn sick of it. I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we're over it. And then going through, you know, um, kentucky and tennessee and seeing the dogwoods and seeing the red buds and everything and they're already starting um, or in full flower in some cases makes me want to rip out all of my hair because i know we are still kind of a long way off i mean the crocuses are up ish where i'm at and daffodils are just starting to poke their heads out of the ground but we have a long way to go in northern illinois and i just don't want to go back um So, happy Easter to everyone and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I look forward to talking to you guys again on Monday the 12th. Have a fantastic spring break. If you are on spring break, I know for some of you it might have been last week and, um, you know, hopefully that was great. And for those of you celebrating this week with your children, don't rip out your hair. Spend some extra time and um, hug your families and realize that they truly are a gift. If COVID, You know, and all this crap has taught us anything with all these lockdowns. Um, While our families can be deeply frustrating and make us want to, you know, scream a lot of the time. We also have gotten to spend a lot of time together and realize that, you know, even though they're frustrating, they're still wonderful to be around. Because someday we're not going to be there anymore or they're not going to be there. And, you know, it moves a lot faster than we expect. I think about the 96 years my grandmother spent on this planet and how quickly that moved because in my, I'm going to, I'm, here comes my age, um, in my 42 years, um, it has flown by, absolutely flown by. And a friend of mine uh, several months ago said, do you realize it's been 20 years since the last time we saw each other? Because we both served in the Marine Corps together. And I thought, I can't believe it. 20 years. That's a lifetime. That's a lifetime. 20 years. And it just went by in a blink of an eye. So the 96 years she spent with me, or with me, (laughs) I'm not 96 years old, the 96 years she spent flew by. And like I said, if COVID taught us anything, it is anything can change in the blink of an eye. And those people that are closest to us are the ones we need to hold most dear because that's really what's worth it in the end. That's the F-bomb worth fighting for. It's not the paycheck that we're working towards. It's not that fancy new car. It's not the big house or the little house or the house by the lake or the house you know, that we dream of. It's the people who are irreplaceable that someday... We're going to have to leave behind or they're going to have to leave us behind. That's what matters most. And I think, you know, even if you don't celebrate Easter, I think we understand it on that level. That time is precious. It really, really is. And so thank you for joining me and listening to Friday Fun Day. Like I said, keeping it short and happy birthday, Graham. Love you so much um, I, when I get back, I'm going to get some flowers to your grave. So, um, didn't get there before we left, but, uh, I will, I will get some there. All right. Have a wonderful Easter. Have a wonderful weekend. Love and God bless. And I will talk to you again on Monday, the 12th.